Hey everyone, thanks for visiting A Rude World. I am your host, Ruben Franco, and enjoy. Hey, how's it going everyone? It is September 15th. Tomorrow is my fucking birthday, 35 years old. Time for that midlife crisis. Maybe that's what this whole podcast is, midlife crisis. I don't know what the fuck to do with my life anymore. Um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but I, you can kind of look at this whole comedy trip that I'm doing as a, hey, you know, I, I'm 35. I'm halfway through life. Uh, am I doing anything for myself, right? Because um, my job isn't my dream job, even though it pays me well. You know, it it, it um, allows me and the family to take vacations. We can do whatever we want. But at the end of the day, when I clock out, am I satisfied? No. The answer is no. Um, is It is not at a point where, you know, it's mentally, actually, yeah, it is, <laughs> it, it does affect me mentally, um, you know, I'm not, like, unstable or anything like that, um, it's just, it's just not what I want to do, it's not what I want to do, and that's why I really want to give this comedy thing a try, um, and just to see where, where it can go, you know, is this my calling, um, and I think the only way to really find out is to to give it a good push, um, which I have been doing. So last night I had an open mic at Tommy T's. Um, it felt like it went well. It felt like it went well. I'm waiting for my buddy to send me the video because um, I, I did, you know, have a few drinks in me. I, I think the last time I talked about going up sober. Uh, fuck, yeah, that's going to be rough. That is going to be um, definitely a challenge for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I went up. I felt like I was calm. I, like I was more confident leading up to it. Um, still, I felt like there was parts. I still need to watch the video and see, like, did I skip anything? I think there was like a couple lines that that I jumped past. Um, I did a, an impression for my first time, uh, Donald Trump impression. It was a quick, it was just like a quick one-liner. Um, so, and I practiced it like a lot, like yesterday, actually, before going up. I got off of work yesterday morning, so I stayed up for like a couple hours, just trying to go over everything. The whole, I basically pieced everything together at the last minute. Um, not a very wise thing to do. I'm, I want to... The next open mic I go to, which I don't even know when I can... I think there's one tonight at Finnegan's in Stockton, but I don't know. Um, you know, I do have to have a, a work life, home, personal balance going on. And it's it's kind of hard because, uh, you know, especially when you walk out of the house and, and your family asks you, you know, oh, when are you going to be back? And you know, you're not going to be back in time to see them. They'll be in bed and every day is, every day is precious to me. So especially days off of work, I try to jam 
as much stuff in as I can. So any day that I miss time with my family, um, I feel it and I feel like they feel it and it bugs me, but, um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge. Um, they understand though. Uh, well, my son, he's, he's too young to kind of understand, but, um, I think my girlfriend understands. She understands that, you know, if I want to give this a serious try, yeah, I'm going to have to sacrifice some time. Um, the only thing is, it's like, you think about it, it's like, yeah, sorry, you know, I, I have to go out and do this. And then I go out and I have a couple of drinks and then it just seems like a night out. Right. It, and I hope like, that's not the way that she's viewing it. Like, Oh, you just want to do it so you can go out. Um, but no, I'm actually out there freaking stressing the fuck out. Like, <laughs> like yesterday, my buddy told me, he was like, dude, cause I, I did my set and he came down and he was like, Hey, uh, like, how do you stay so calm up there? And I showed him my watch, and I'm going to see if I still have the alert on here. Yeah, so it says, your heart rate rose above 120 beats per minute while you seem to be inactive, inactive for 10 minutes. So, And I got two of those yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I might look calm on the outside, um, but I was fucking stressing the fuck out. And, uh, yeah, I still need, I need to get that video from him. I really need to see what, what's really going on. Um, but overall, um, I felt like I did good. Uh, let's see, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I got a text from work. Okay, so it looks like I have to do some shit for work. Um, dang, someone texted me yesterday about work too. Or did they? I don't fucking know. Um, so, so yeah, fuck. I already forgot where I was. Yeah, I need to see the video. I need to see um, what I need to improve on. I felt like I did good. Um, I want to say about 60 to 70% of my material was new. Um, you know, I was told that you have to kind of, um, you know, say the same jokes, you know, over and over. You know, you're going to have the same material going up. Um, it's just all about like perfecting it and ah, it's like, it's rough, like going up and you see the same people and you say the same things and you just like, fuck, like, is this really part of the process? Um, but it is, though. it is, I think that's what I'm told and I understand what I'm being told, but I'm just like, man, is there a way around that? <laughs> kind of want to say something different, you know, like, um, but yeah, I, I get the whole just going up and, you know, getting comfortable with your set and, um, taking that set to other places. So that's, the, that's the one thing I would like to do is just go to different places with the same set. Um, it's just, it kind of sucks going to the same place. You're saying the same things in front of the same people. Um, that's, uh, not very intriguing, especially when you're like, Oh, I got to take a whole night out to do that and miss all this time again with like family or take a day off of work. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it's part of the process, I guess. So, um, I shouldn't complain, you know, I don't think I'm complaining, right. It's just something that I, I realize that I don't want to do, but if I have to do it, then I'll do it. 
that's complaining, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, last night went well. Met a cool, um, couple cool people. You know, we hung out and talked for a couple hours after, after, uh, after the show. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I, f- I forgot. Um, uh, it was a really tall dude. I already forgot his name. He doesn't have any social media. Uh, met some little Asian kid named Jethro. Um, he was a pretty cool guy. Um, so it's, it's going to be cool to kind of, uh, you know, freaking meet new people, network, um, and just see everyone's progress over time. Like the, the first time I went out and saw my buddy before I even started doing this, um, you know, I noticed some of the same people and to see them going up and just see them kind of work through their shit. It's really, really cool. It's a really cool experience. And then, um, even my buddy, for example, like when the first time he went up there, uh, I can t- I can see like the nervousness, but now I see him go up there and he's just more confident in everything that he's saying. And I think that's the whole part of it, right? The whole, you know, keep doing your same material, get comfortable with what you're saying, tweak things out as you go along. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah, it's just part of the process, and, and it's, again, it's cool to see um, all these people kind of just slowly progressing. Um, some of them, not slowly, some of them are just freaking, they're getting better, like, every time I see them, so. Uh, it's really cool, it's really cool. Um, it's fun to think about what the next part of it is, right? Like, when you start getting uh, booked for shows and stuff, so I know I have one, again, next month. Um, that I still need to follow up on because I was kind of told last minute um, while I was, you know, leaving um, Tommy T's. I showed up one day and they they canceled the open mic. And uh, one of the guys was like, hey, bro, like I remember you from last time. Do you want to open up on October 27th? I think it's a Thursday. Um, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So I haven't talked to him in about a month or so. Um think about like three weeks. So I should probably follow up with him and make sure that that's still going through. You know, hopefully it wasn't those just like, oh, hey, it's uh, kind of something to tell me to get me excited. And then at the end, change his mind. But, you know, I kind of figure that I'm going to get, you know, bit in the ass by the, the whole freaking scene eventually. Um, you know, eventually someone's going to lie to you and you're going to be like, ah, so that's how this works. <laughs> Told one thing, yet another thing happens. That was my chair, by the way. I didn't fart, just so you know. I can repeat the noise. Um, but yeah, last night was fun. There's another one tonight. I don't think I can... I don't think I'll be able to make it tonight as much as I would like to. Um, yeah. Alright, I need to stop fucking moving in this chair. But... Yeah, yeah, that was that was an interesting time. Um, yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. Thinking about going to the Giants Dodger game. I'm a big, huge Giants fan. I think I might have said that before. And uh, so they're playing all weekend: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I want to go. I love baseball. I, I freaking I'd go to any game that I possibly could. Um, but we're supposed to go again at the end of the month for my nephew's birthday. 
and it's like fuck like do i really want to go both days and spend that much money um especially this weekend we're talking about going to um san jose on saturday and then maybe uh do something in the bay area on sunday and it's like fuck that's a lot of driving central valley bay area central valley bay area and so three days in a row so um i'm contemplating i got my son to buy in to not going tomorrow and just going on the 30th with his nephew instead uh, but i need to figure out you know is that what are we going to do tomorrow then right well we'll see we'll see yeah and then plus like the freaking giants man they're not even in contention right now. So it's kind of like, eh. No, don't get me wrong. I'm a Giants fan, like diehard. You know, I go to games when they're out of it and all that. But I don't know. Giants, Dodgers. Dude, freaking Dodger fans are, they're terrible, man. They're, they're horrible. <laughs> like it's, it's, they just go show up just to talk shit. So, I I, tr- I really try to avoid Giants-Dodger games unless I'm going with, like, a good crowd. And, and I have some Dodger um, friends, you know, that are that are Dodger fans that, you know, they, they don't really know too much about the sport. So, they're kind of just there just to have a good time. Um, those are the kind of fans that are like, you guys know you don't know shit. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I don't I don't talk shit either. You know what's the point of rubbing it in their face if we do good, and then if they do good, I let them go at it just because it's cool to see people interested in baseball. You know, it's not a very popular sport. Um, but yeah, yeah, Giants are freaking. They're basically out of the playoff race. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of changes they make. You know, a lot of. Uh, a lot of homegrown giants that might be leaving, you know, Brandon Belt, been there since, what, I think it was like 2011, um, Brandon Crawford, I think he got signed for a couple more years, um, I mean, damn, we lost Buster Posey, and yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of, I feel like when the new players come to the giants, like, they just, they make a name for themselves and they just become part of this, you know, San Francisco giant family and the fans just fall in love with them. Um, so we have a few people that have been there for like a few years, but it feels like they've been here forever. So it's going to be sad seeing some of these people go. Um, but you know, that's just how it is. You know, then the next generation comes in and it's cool to see, you know, young players just kind of come in and see the future, you know, of the giants and, um, that's uh there's always something to be excited about except for basketball i'm a freaking sacramento kings fan and every year i just don't know what the fuck to think about like what what's gonna happen i used to i used to watch every single game like even on our the season that we only won 17 games i think it was like about 10 years ago 17 games that's all that's all we went and I watched almost like every game that season just because you you see the development you see the progression you see some of the players that they're young they're hungry they're just like okay I'm gonna take the season just to try to get better and um, but as of late it's just like 
something is not clicking with that organization. And it's horrible as a fan to still be, you know, engaged with the team and, and wanting to go watch it. Like we've, me and my buddies, we go to the home opener, um, every year, every year we've gone to the home opener, um, since they've moved to the new stadium. So it's like, it's been like five, six years. And aside from COVID the year, um, what was that? 2020, um, we weren't able to go. I mean, no one was able to go. So, um, we missed that, that year. And now that I think about it, every home opener that we've gone to since they moved to their new arena downtown, they've lost every fucking game they've lost. So maybe we shouldn't go. <laughs> um, now we have, we're going to go, I think it's, um, I think their home opener is on a Wednesday. It's like some, like October 19th or something like that. Um, it's on a Wednesday, but we usually like to hang out after. Uh, but I don't know if we want to hang out on a Wednesday night. So we might wait for the Saturday game um, against the Clippers. So this will be the first year that we miss the home opener. Um, as a friends group, I think we'll miss it. Um, but still, for me, I'm probably going to go and take the family anyway. So, uh, but then after a while, he's like, fuck, dude. Like, you get, in, you get into these like traditions, and then it's like, now I'm like forced to go on a Wednesday because it's tradition to go on the opening day. But it's like, I don't even know if I want to. Like, just wait for a Saturday. So, I don't know getting into traditions and stuff like that and uh this is the this is the bad part of it it's like you feel obligated to go now and it's kind of a turn off <laughs> anytime i'm obligated to do something i just fucking hate it like if someone told me like if i had a manager for this podcast and it's like hey it's freaking dude it's thursday you got to get up and get do your podcast i'm like fuck man like, i don't want to do this shit anymore. <laughs> But when I do it on my time, see, that's why I want to be my own boss, man. That's why I want to be, uh, see how this comedian thing, you know, comedy thing works out. Because, you know, yeah, I mean, there's always someone above you that's calling the shots. But for the most part, it's like, um, like yeah, do you want, do I want to take the show or not? You know, it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm done working. Time to quiet quit. <laughs> quiet quitting, though. Like, have you guys heard about that? Quiet quitting. It's um, basically, I think it's a term that the, like, upper management has come up with. Because they want you to do way more than what your job in, in t entails you to do. So, if you don't go, you know, above and beyond then they assume that you don't want to be there. It's like, no, I'm just doing everything that you've asked me for. I'm just not going to do everything that you didn't ask me to do. And that's considered quiet quitting, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I get it, you know, because I am a people manager. So, yeah, it makes, you know, 
it's cool to see people like do more than what they're asked for and to see them engaged and interested. And when they do that, they set a precedent. And if they don't live up to that, you know, stature that they put themselves in and eventually one day they're like, ah, you know what? Like, I don't think I'm going to go do this extra test that I've been doing. You know, like maybe I'll see if someone else wants to do it. I really don't feel like doing it anymore. And as a people manager, if that was one of my, I was like, whoa, hey, what happened? What's going on? You know, you quitting on me? So I, I get where the term comes from. But, I mean, as a people manager, I still have a manager myself. So when I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'll do, you know, everything that's asked of me, everything that I'm supposed to do in my position. Um, am I going to take a whole other day of just freaking spending um just on my computer and checking emails and when my family's waiting for me to hang out uh, that's where that's where it's like i gotta draw the line i gotta draw the line and i understand why some people do quit their jobs and i don't think there's a problem with that you maybe you you open up a room for someone that will go above and beyond for these people so I I try to look at it both ways, right? I try to play devil's ad- advocate with myself and see, all right, what what is the other side trying to say? How can I battle and how can I um, debate against that? And then I'll take the same argument, flip it around and debate against myself. And it's like, yeah, like I, I totally get from a manager perspective. I totally get it. But I think it's it's the employees that that set that precedent when they come in. And if they're going above and beyond every day. All right. Well, now you just set the tone for yourself. And as a people manager, sometimes we get used to it. Like, oh, that's just the way Charles is. He comes in 20 minutes early every day and he stays 20 minutes late every day. If he does that for a year. Next year, he's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to come in like on time and I'm going to leave on time. And then all of a sudden I'm supposed to think that that's something that something's wrong. And I'm supposed to label him as a quiet quitter. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. But I think companies do um, rely on people ambitious people that are willing to go above and beyond i think that's um how a lot of these companies are successful that's how people move up in the company that's how the company evolves right Uh, you see these ceos that started from the bottoms of their company and they're leading the charge and and um coming up with new innovative ways to take their company to the next level which wouldn't have happened Unless they've went above and beyond. So it's, uh, yeah, you, there's two ways of looking at everything. So, um, but it's, uh, it's interesting to see where you fall in the whole scheme of things. Like, are you considered a quiet quitter? Do you consider yourself a quiet quitter? Do you think your manager looks at you as a quiet quitter if you're doing the bare minimum? And the bare minimum is just the task that 
you're asked to do, right? That's just the role you're asked to do. But bare minimum sounds like you are not willing to do anything more. You're not willing to to put the company first. But, you know, why should you? You know, the, I'm sure you've heard the cliche quote. Um, I don't know word for word, but it's like your company's going to replace you in a week if you decide to quit. Why give them your whole life? They'll replace you like that. You only have one life, man. That's that's the crazy thing. It's it's uh And here's <laughs> here's my midlife crisis speech, I guess. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. No, um Yeah, this is, it's crazy to think that this is I mean, we don't know for sure. Right? We don't know for sure is this our only life that we're going to get? And that unknown should push you to do as much as you can with your life and do the things that you actually want to do. And that's what I'm fearful of is being stuck in my job and looking back at it when I'm older, if I get older, I don't know if like I eat a lot of Oreos. So, um, to look back and be like, you know, was I satisfied with my life? Because I, I think the one thing is regrets. Regrets. If you have regrets when you get older, I think that'll overshadow everything you did accomplish. Right, Because if you have regrets, whatever you accomplished wasn't exactly what you wanted to accomplish. You wanted to accomplish more, but you never took the leap. And yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just deciding. Like That's why, I mean, I'm giving this comedy thing a good try. I've done it. I looked at my freaking, what was it, my Instagram. Um, I did my first stand up June was it 7th 7th or 8th that was a little over 3 months ago and I've gone on stage 5 times this last time was probably like the maybe the most confident I felt so it's like I, I feel the progression. I feel me getting slowly better and better at it. Um, but yeah, I just I really want to give it a good push and see what I can make of it because I don't want to have that regret. And I think about that every time I go up on stage, every time I go up and do a set, I'm nervous. Um, I'll be honest with you, yesterday, I wanted to... I didn't want to go. I got there. I saw it was just a bunch of comics. I think the last time I told you guys, it was about two weeks ago. I fucking bombed hard at Caps Pizza in Stockton. It was, but I don't even know if I bombed. It was just, um, it was a room full of comedians. I was the last one to go up and it just felt like there was no energy there. 
um, I mean, I don't know. It's one of the, like, I don't know. I don't want to make excuses. Maybe I did horrible. Um, but that was in my head leading up to yesterday. And I, I was starting to get in my head about it. And I did want to just like, like, Hey man, just scratch my name off, bro. Like I'm just going to head home. I thought about just completely stopping comedy in general yesterday leading up to my open mic. I contemplated it over and over and over. I was like, is this something I really want to do? And, and something else in my head was telling me like, dude, you have to do this. You need to see this through. And I, yeah, that's, um, that's what got me to go up. Cause I was like, man, you know what? I know if I don't do this right now, if I don't go up, I'm going to fucking regret it. I'm going to go back to my job and I'm basically going to have no path on getting out. Because right now I'm looking at comedy as like, hey, this is something because I don't want to just quit my job again. Like my job has been good to me and my family. It helps pay the bills. It helps us go on vacation, um, you know, help us buy our house, you know, I can't just like, I can't just throw that away. But if I can find a path that would lead to something that'll take me to the same kind of uh, success that I'm having at work, but in a field that I'm enjoying what I'm doing, I'm going to take that road. And I think this is a road for me that I could take or at least travel down to see where it leads to. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's going to be quite a journey. Um, I know I'm going to have doubts whether I want to continue or not, and I need to battle those doubts. So one of the books I was reading, um, I think it was earlier this year, uh, David Goggins, uh, that's that freaking hardcore, uh, military dude that went through almost like all the branches of military, the navy seals and now he like runs fucking 100 miles in like one day and um so that dude that that book opened my mind up to some different shit to where i listen to that voice in my head that pushes me it was easier for me to push that voice away before i read that book but now since i i haven't even read the whole thing i read like two or three chapters i'm probably like 20 percent into the book but that's all i needed from that book and i remember i stopped there and i was like you know what whenever i want another push i'll continue reading the book um i haven't continued (laughs) i haven't continued yet but um it's there though and i know it's there and that what whatever 15 20 percent of the book that i read has helped me listen to that inner voice that pushes me to just fucking do it. And it's and it's interesting, it's that simple. You just got to fucking do it. The the voice in your head tells you, "Dude, just fucking do it." That's all it's telling you. And you we have that voice in our head, right? You know, there's there's times um that we you know, experiences that we have that 
it's time to listen to that voice. You can either listen to it or push it down. And it's so easy to push it down. But ever since I read that book, I keep saying I fucking read the book. Ever since I read those (laughs) first two or three chapters, um, I, that voice is more amplified. I hear it and I want to listen to it now. So that's the, that's the cool takeaway from that. And all right, right now I'm already getting juiced up. Like I want to go and fucking finish that book off. Um, but it it was, for me, it was kind of like, um, it was like medicine. I was like, okay, like I have, I've read enough. I've, I've gotten the dosage that I need from this book right now. Um, let me run with this. Let me run and see what I can, how far I can get with what I read. And if I feel like I'm slumping, then I'll start reading the book again. Um, I slumped and I never got the book. (laughs) I never, I never picked it up again. Um, but no, it pushed me to do a lot of things. It pushed me to speak up a little bit more. It pushed me to do this comedy thing. Um, even, uh, exercising too. So I'm a little out of shape. I'm about 240 pounds. I'm 5'10", maybe 5'10 and a half. Um, I am not the healthiest person that you've ever seen. Um, I My body needs some work. And I was pushing myself um, after reading that book to drop some weight, to run. I was actually running straight two miles. I think I ran three miles straight after reading that book and it helps you like you know it pops in your head when you get to that second mile and that last mile is just fucking killing you and you just start thinking like dude just fucking do it just push it push through the pain yeah it fucking hurts but it doesn't mean you have to stop right yeah it does (laughs) no but it, it helps you push through the pain it helps you um break open any barriers in your mind, um, barriers physically and mentally. And it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool, um, just mindset to be in. Um, I found myself like pushing my son to do a little bit more too. I was being a little bit more firm and honest with them, um, giving them better constructive, you know, feedback and in, in the things that he's doing with sports and, and just overall life. Um, it, I think it just makes you a better person all around. I really, I truly believe it does. So fuck man. Yeah. Get the book, David Goggins. I don't, I forgot what it's called. Um, but look up David Goggins book. It might be the only one he has. This shit's fucking like, a, I don't know, whatever kind of fucking book awards they give out, but bestseller, some shit like that in New York times, bestseller. I don't know. Um, but it has all that shit. And it's worth it. So definitely check it out. Um, check me out too. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know how this this podcasting is going. Like, I check the stats every once in a while, but it says I have seven followers. I don't even know how you follow people on this shit. But um, yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Uh, wifey, girlfriend's coming home soon. Um, think we're gonna get some shit for the house decorating for halloween already um fucking love this time of the year man especially now that it's starting to cool down here in the central valley we went through like it honestly felt like a month 
of just fucking 90s to 100 degree weather. And today it looks like it's going to stay around in the 70s. Uh, I'm just waiting for that sweater weather, man. Allows me to cover up my fat. But, yeah. So that's that's my plan. Figure out what's going to happen tomorrow. Should I go to the game? Should I not? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Either way, it's a fucking birthday. Who gives a fuck? I know I don't. As long as we go out to eat, I'm cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, man. I'll catch you guys next time. Um, maybe I'll post some snippets of uh, or pictures of my set from last night. And uh, yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Peace. 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 Peace.